With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome once again to In That Number. This is our 10th episode. We're going to look back at yesterday's game against Newcastle. We'll preview the fourth round Carabao Cup tie away to Leicester and the seemingly impossible task of next Sunday's away trip to Man City. We'll do our usual predictions, fantasy football. Uh, we get the results of the difficult centre-back centre poll. Um, but first, may I introduce my partner in crime, uh, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Privet. Привет, добрый день. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, we had a fun snow yesterday, in fact. Just a little brief snowfall. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so I've been a busy but um, chilly week. Uh, but yeah, I've been finding myself. What about you? Are you feeling better? Yeah, I haven't been very well. On I was off of work on Friday and Saturday, not well. But yeah, feeling better, getting there. But yeah, we uh good to get back to it sure we've got a little bit of news i suppose this week um saints former manager glenn huddle he's in hospital after collapsing uh whilst on duty in the tv studio um yeah apparently he's responding well to treatment so yeah i mean i'm not his biggest fan but i wish him all wish him all the best i think everybody does yeah everybody wishes him the best it was a bit of a shock Mm. i wasn't expecting that but yeah yeah, not a very good day all round yesterday with what happened at Leicester as well. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, awful. Yeah, awful, awful day. And not Saints to men- too. And not to mention the Saints, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough episode, this one, to discuss again. You know, the results don't seem to be getting any better. Last year's problems are creeping back in. You know, there's a lack of goals and, you know, lack of confidence. Hughes, Hughes has got a very difficult job to get this team back on track. Well, I say back on track, it's you know, on track. And, you know, looking at November's fixtures as well, you've got, like, Man City next, and then Watford, who are playing right well. I think they're mm-hmm. up to seventh. Um, scored three against Huddersfield yesterday. And then Fulham, who are struggling too. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. almost we almost got and to United. take... 
well, yeah, I'm just talking. Yeah, but we've got like, you've got to take six points there. But I don't see that happening. Um, and I don't want to look look at Fulham as easy prey because I did that against Newcastle and look what happened there. So I just think it's going to be a really really long winter. And then you know, as you say, in December we've got United, Spurs, Arsenal, and City. Um, some winnable games though for yeah. like Cardiff, Huddersfield, and West Ham that you can you can possibly beat. But it's going to be tough now with the confidence level, surely, right? Well, exactly. I mean, I'm, last the last time I said uh, I'd, I'd still give Hughes to Christmas. I stand by that. But I mean, you look at the fixtures. Yeah, okay. Yes, there's um, a lot of games against the top six teams. Yeah, City, United, Spurs, Arsenal. We got to face them. But we're also playing a lot of the teams around us as well. Um, we got Fulham away, Cardiff away, Huddersfield away. Mm-hmm. Um, considering our home form is not not incredible, you'd, you'd expect us to, to win. Well, ideally, all of those matches. Yeah, but then you could have said that for yesterday as well. I mean, you, absolutely, you need to take your chances against those sort of teams. And the way that we played against Bournemouth as well, should have taken the points there. You know, it's um, it's not, it's not great, especially when you when you know you should be beating those teams. I mean, you say you want Hughes to to stay till Christmas. I agree. I, mean, I don't really. I'm not saying yeah. yeah, let's let's have him out. But you know, looking at his points per game ratio, it's it's poorer than any other Southampton manager in the Premier League. It's wow. Yeah, it's it's not good. And also, I, mean, I look at like Bournemouth's team. Like, look at their team on paper. It's not. It's no better than Saints, but they went and banged in three, yeah, worse, three yeah. yesterday. And then you've got teams like Brighton, who have got a 35-year-old striker who scored six goals this season, and that's just as many as we've got as a team. You know what's going on? Uh, um, yeah, I, that's the question, isn't it? I mean, what what is it that, that's wrong? Uh, it's not that we can't score goals in principle we've got we've got goal scorers there we know mm-hmm. that they can score goals but they're, they're not they're not taking the not chances happen, they're, not, they're not being yeah I mean Gavadini last week I mean, he just fell at his feet and he still couldn't get it in the back of the net yeah I mean I'm looking at these the stats today it was here. a catalogue of errors as well yeah and then there's the stat that I've got here there's, there's no goals in five games there's one Premier mm-hmm. League win all season seven pro, seven points from ten games 16th from the table. That's one Premier League home win in almost 12 months. Uh, more than that now. Um, it, it was exactly 12 months on Friday. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've only beaten Bournemouth this year. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And you said just a minute ago that, um, yeah, that we're getting back into the same problems that we had last season. Um, I mean, this time last season, do you know where we were? Um, I would say probably 14th, 13th, about this stage. We were ninth. We were ninth. Three wins, four draws, 13 points. Now, that seems pretty favourable now. We'd we'd give anything for that. Yeah, and then look where we finished. Well, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I I I think it is fair to to start judging Hughes on the results now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if if you can't get anything out of those games before Christmas, then, yeah... um, then, yeah, I'll, but, I'll be calling for his head like, he like a lot of people are already. He hasn't got those results against Brighton and against Bournemouth and against Newcastle. He already hasn't got them. Yeah. You know, it's the, and it also, oh, as well, I mean, they're it, it's the worst goal run for 17 years as well. It's a total mess at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's just an awful, it's a sorry situation, um, especially the number of chances we've been creating. 22 shots yesterday and still nothing to show for it. And yeah. that, it was... Last time it was, was it 124? That makes it 146 shots now. Still six goals, now 4%. 
uh, yep. the conversion rates like that. That's horrific. It's fucking terrible. Absolutely terrible. So yesterday, yeah, you say 22 shots. Finished nil-nil. Um, another shocker. One we should have taken. It's really, really tough to take, you know, when you dominate a game like that and you just haven't got the quality to finish it off. It's hard to take. Yeah, this is, this, this is the worst one uh, all season because Newcastle were in, were in horrific form and they didn't show any other reason to, to doubt that, that they're rooted to the bottom of the table for a reason. They had run one real chance that was worth it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get the feeling that Newcastle would... You know, they were just desperate not to lose, weren't they? They just wanted to go there and not to lose to these teams. That are, they know who they are. They know they're going to be in with a fight. And I just think they were just going, yeah, to take take a point, and they got it. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been using the same sort of tactics that, that we have been against teams that we maybe aren't expected to be. Yeah. But bloody hell. I mean, they didn't even frustrate us that much. It's not as if we weren't um, getting into their box. I mean, yeah, we had so many shots and chances and and... Brilliant runs up the wing from from Redmond. Yeah, and Owen Yusi looked like he was actually doing something at least for for most of the match as well. And it still wasn't enough. No. Um, looking at the starting eleven, um, McCarthy obviously keeps his place. Uh, Cedric and Bertrand on the uh, uh, fullbacks. Uh, Stevens and Hoot. Yeah, Stevens and Hoot in the middle. Um, Redmond, Lamina. We him to do. Yeah. Redmond, Lamina, Romeo, and Elianisi in the middle. Obviously, Hoiberg out with an injury, so Romeo takes his place. And then Ings and Austin up front. Interesting, I saw, though, when I was looking mm. at the lineup, it had Redmond on the right side and Elianisi on the left. That. He was trying to mix it up a little bit there. And I thought maybe he was gonna, they were going to swap throughout the game, but they, don't think they, don't, they, they didn't do that, did they? I don't think they appeared to move. They, they, I mean, Redmond stayed on the right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always find that confusing. Like, I always think that the team sheets upside down or something, and see, see Redmond yeah. on the left there. But um, I mean, maybe he yeah. was just looking at the fullbacks for Newcastle and thinking, well, Redmond can exploit that. Obviously, it didn't work. But, um, but like you mm. said, like Newcastle yeah. failing to have a shot on target all game. Um, but Saints' problems, Saint, Saints' problems in this is basically comes down to, to uh, decision making, I think, and that is something that Mark Hughes can't yeah. take the blame for. There's nothing he can do about that. He can tell them, he can set them up, he can say, this is what we're going to do. But when you've got people like Elianisi that get into a chance, get a chance like he did, and decides yeah, to right shoot, from the squaring it to um, Austin, Austin, that's, that's Austin, terrible. Yeah, that he was just crying awful. out for it. Yeah, he was it's open, terrific. and that would have been a simple tap-in. For a player that's low on confidence as well, that could have done him the world of good, and it would have given him the three points. No doubt about that. Do you think it's the pressure that's getting to them when they start making poor decisions like that? Yeah, well, I'm thinking that it's whenever they get a chance like that, it's kind of like they're all panicking. It's like every single half chance they get, they seem to panic. I mean, Elianisi chance at the end as well, he panics and just whips it, whips it across the face of goal. Redmond, every single time he, see, he sees the goal passes, yeah. he's going for it when he shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's, it's confidence, and it, they, they, because they know, they're well aware that they're not scoring goals, it, they are panicking, thinking they're not getting enough chances. As soon as they get them, they need to take them, and it's it's costing them. Um, yeah, but the decision-making is terrible. I think I think every, pretty much every one of the players had a, um, just a shocker of a shot. I mean, mm. Cedric had one. Um, in the second half, and Stevens had Redmond, Steve, yeah, Lamina, God, yeah, and a couple, yeah. like practically the whole team. They were making chances of some kind, but they're making a fucking mess of it. Mm. Um, there was a moment as well for Redmond when he found a little bit of space. Um, 
and Ings passed it behind him. And Redmond tried to gather it, took a wild shot, and when, you know, the return pass to Ings would have probably been the better option. That was a... You know, it's just the simple things. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then you've you got um, Ings and Austin. Austin. Yeah, getting, that, that's not working, is it? Just getting tangled up with each other. I, I, I would have, logically, you, I would have put Ings up with Long. Mm-hmm. Or, or Austin with Long, and then, yeah, switch one of them out later. But, yeah, I mean... Long came in only towards the end of the match, and that was for El Yanusi. So, um, yeah. And so you got Ings, Gabby, and and Long at the same time. That didn't really work either. I mean, I, I don't get why people are defending Gabby Dini all the time, saying that he should be in the squad. Um, I, I really haven't seen anything from him to warrant a place in there either. It's just a different option, I think. Um, I, I would personally, I would start him. Um, as I said, I don't think the partnership between Ings and Austin is working. Um, no. So I would, yeah, I'd give him a start. I think he probably will start against Leicester, actually. I think he'll go, he might even go um, Gabbiadini and Long for the Leicester game. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end of the game, there was a lot of boos as well. Did you notice? It was like the first time there was a real that atmosphere, just sort of like not a nice place to be in at the moment no I mean that, that, that's quite, it's been getting it's, it's been there almost all season and it's getting worse each time yeah. I, I think that might be taking its toll on them as well because they, they know what the, expand, the fan, what the fans expect of them yeah I mean Mark Hughes said and that the booze are just for the the booze are just for the lack of goals um, yeah possibly well, just <laughs> season ticket holders paying hundreds of pounds to watch just some awful performances. Yeah. Um, yeah. They haven't been rewarded with a win for so long. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah, I, I, can, I can understand the frustration, but I think taking it out on the, on the players and the team like that's not going to improve things. No, I, was read, I read a stat as well about Redmond. Um, he's had 19 shots in the Premier League this season. That's more than any other player yet to score a goal. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was one of the standout players. But, um, I mean, not just yesterday but all season he has been yeah um and just just going to hit on the stats just just quickly before i ask for your man of the match um you said before 22 shots to newcastle yeah. six four of them on target and none yeah. none from newcastle no saves yeah, from mccarthy no saves mm-hmm. you know that just shows there's a serious lack of quality throughout this team um, so with that, who is your man of the match? <laughs> Alex McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, he could have taken the day off, couldn't he? Um, he could have done. I think. I think it's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's not. It's not much of a, an, an award, really, because. Um, no, but then again, none of our as, man as of good matches as this some performances were. Um, I don't think so. I mean, um, Hoiberg, some great performances. He scored a couple of good goals. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, McCarthy's saved her ass a few times this season. Yeah, this obviously isn't one yeah. of them. Um, but no, I, I think sometimes it, is, it means something. This time, I'm not so sure. I'm going to give it to Redmond anyway because he put in just um, another standout performance. And yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, he, 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 he made a few poor decisions. Yeah. But he was busy, yeah. And it, 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 his, he was in the right place. I think if we had someone who was more effective up front, they would have been putting away those chances. Sure. But. I mean, uh, yeah, 
I, I, I probably have to agree with you. I, I mean, Bertrand, I thought, played all right. Um, and I thought um, Lamina yeah. had a decent game, I thought. But I think Redmond, Redmond edges it for me just because he was busier and any crosses or any attack of note he was involved in again. So, yeah, I'd have to go along with that. Um, and I think Hoot and Oni Nusi deserve just maybe a slight little bit of credit for not being as shit as the fans make out they are. <laughs> yeah. I've not been impressed with Elianusi this season, I have to admit. Um, and especially that decision. That no, but I mean, he was more present. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that was like, um, yeah, kind of unforgivable. But uh, I mean, it, at, least he, at least he was present. I mean, you'd forget he was on the pitch in some matches, but yeah, there. I mean, at least at least he was making runs um, or, or yeah, taking a shot from distance. It's like, all oh, right, why not? Yeah, um, and who didn't make an ass of himself? So no, um, who who's been all right again? I mean, say so he played all right against Bournemouth, and he, he's been all right. I mean, to say he didn't have a lot to do this game, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm okay with him having little work to do. Do you think? Um, yeah. Do you think who will start against Leicester on Tuesday? Um, probably not. I think he'll go for an alternative pairing, uh, maybe Yoshi and Vestigard. Uh, you think? But, oh, you think he's going to change them both? I think Stevens will probably get a start. Yeah, you reckon? I, 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 I think will. I think just Stevens because is on a run. Okay. Um, but I mean, the, do you think Bertrand and and Suarez will keep their places? There? That's I not think I think Target will probably play. I think Target will Target? probably play. Yeah. I, pre- I think so, yeah. So the um, so Saints go to Leicester on Tuesday, Tuesday the 30th, 7.45 kickoff for a round four tie with the winner going through to the quarterfinals. Um, are you expecting a strong 11 from Leicester? From Leicester? Um, I mean, pr- probably, again, yes and no. Um, I don't think we'll, we'll face the kind of side that Everton put out. Uh, in the last rounds, but I mean, if you, I think they're probably set up in a similar way to they did against Wolves, and um, that was a, that was a reasonably strong side, mixture of experience and, and youth in there. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think mean, that Okazaki, um, Vardy. Yeah, they've all been involved, all haven't they? That's the thing. I mean, I was looking mm. back at their two previous ties that they had against their Fleetwood, which they beat four nil, and then they beat Wolves on penalties after a nil nil draw. Um, Morgan and Evans both started at centre backs. In both of those games, yeah, um, I think Vardy started against um, Wolves and Iheanacho started against Fleetwood. I, I, I think he'll go with Vardy again because it, it's just simply because they are this much closer to a quarterfinal, um, and they're looking at Saints and thinking, yeah, they, they, we can beat these, as as everyone should do at the moment. We're you know we're in a mini crisis, yeah. So I expect. think they're going to look at it, yeah. But as for Saints, I expect the similar team, um, possibly Gabbiadini to start. We said before Yoshida, I think he'll come in. I think Gunn will probably play, he'll probably start. Um, and do you think Armstrong was going to yeah, get a look sure. in? Yeah, for sure. I don't see why not. I mean, but he was on the bench yesterday and I thought he'd be the most logical substitution there. for him. I'd have taken off Elon and put him on. But again, we don't see him in training. We don't, we don't know what kind of form he's in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, possibly. Possibly, yeah. I'd hope so. Could be anyone, really, couldn't it? We just don't know. Um, this is all speculation, of course. Um, OK, I'm going to ask a prediction. What are you going for? Uh, you know, my optimism is, is waning every week, but um, <laughs> I, 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 I still think that we, we've got a little bit of form in this competition and we could sneak it. I'm, I'm going to say 1-0 again. 1-0, thanks. OK. Mm. I get that. 
Well, when I was looking at this game, I thought I would not be surprised if this was nil-nil and we went for a penalty shootout. But I, I am just so... Oh, I'm done already. And, and I can't see us scoring a goal here either. I think Leicester are going to win this game 1-0. OK. All right. That makes it up a little bit. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the more difficult task of... I said at the, at the top of the show, the, the seemingly impossible assignment of the the champions, Man City at the Etihad, that next Sunday, the 4th yeah. of November, I'm look, 3 o'clock. Looking forward to that. Where do you start with this? Um, I, don't, I mean, they're, they're, they're on fire. I mean, they haven't played yet. Uh, Play on Monday night, don't they, yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was recording. But, yeah, yeah I mean, they're, they're on fire. They're un- unbeaten along with Chelsea and Liverpool, so you'd expect them to destroy us in the same way. Completely different ends of the spectrum, right? They, they score for fun. By contrast, I mean, they've scored the yeah. same amount of goals in one game than we've done all season. And that's a scary four, isn't it? It's like, yeah, you say, oh. the, the only blemish on their record was a 1-1 draw with Wolves, and they picked up a point at Anfield, but you could hardly call that a blemish. Um, no. And then they demolished Burnley 5-0 last time out, so, you know, Sterling and Aguero are playing well at the moment. I think they've got like 10, 11 goals between them this season. Mares is scoring goals. Um, Silver, yeah. both Silvers yeah. in midfield. Jesus, Silver. Uh, yeah, you got um, De Bruyne Jesus, can yeah. barely get into De the team. De Bruyne is coming back though, isn't he? Um, they haven't yeah. conceded a goal since the first of September, so <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm just this is I'm just reeling this all off, and it's making you feel even worse tonight. But Saints have just got to play a little bit savvy, and then limit City to their chances. We haven't conceded also in the last two games though, so and you know. Bournemouth banged in three yesterday, but they struggled for chances against us. Um, and we didn't give Newcastle a sniff yesterday. Yeah. So there you go. There's a positive from it. And they banged in two against United as well. So. Yeah, exactly. So you, we are difficult to score against, although Liverpool and Chelsea would disagree. So whenever we play against these big teams, they do tend to give us a hide in. So, you know, with our confidence and the way that City are, depending on how it goes tomorrow night for them, I cannot look beyond a battering so, with that in mind, I'm going to say a 3-0 City win. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What about you? Um, well, I was going to say the same. Um, 3-0. Oh, guys, okay. Um, still go the same, you know. Can I go 4-0? I don't know. Well, like I said, last 4-0 time... 4-0 or 2-0, they, what's my... Last time out, they beat Burnley 5-0, so... Mm. That's really good. All right, 4-0 it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to go 4-0 myself, to be fair, but I thought, no, because Saints are... They are. They seem to be well organised. Well, I say well organised. You know what I mean? They they they're not conceding goals at the moment. I thought, yeah, give them a little bit of credit here. We're only mm. going to concede three. We conceded three against Chelsea. We conceded yeah. three against Liverpool. Probably going to concede six now, aren't we? This is it. We're going to get absolutely hammered. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. And that could mean something at the end of the season, but yeah. Again, um, hope hope that they don't. So I'm going to look at the predictions. Um, the totals. Both of us predict, predicted a Saints win last week. Fucking idiots. Um, so, obviously, we didn't. So, the scores remain the same. It's 23-21 to me. But that could all change next week. Um, fantasy football, yeah. Um, again, only half the games... Well, not half the games, but yeah. Um, Sunday games and, and Monday night's game haven't been played yet. And most of my team haven't played yet. Uh, but yeah, still same as it was uh, last week. Uh, Mark Spanshaw's Real Deal FC, mm-hmm. top with 553, added 57 points to his tally. Uh, um, Mo Salah, captain. I, I, 
made the foolish decision of uh, transferring Salah out when he wasn't on form. Now I'm paying no, the price yeah. for that. I've still got him in my team, though. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, so did uh, Craig Harris. Harris changed your man. 49 points. He's on 521. Um, yeah. So, Dick Suarez kept a clean sheet, so Saints doing him well there. Um, I, I added a 34 to my tally, and I'm 492. Um, but yeah, like I said, most of my team haven't played, so maybe, maybe I could climb up a little bit. Yeah, there's still time. Um, I say I've got um, uh, Aubameyang as well. Um, he scored two, I believe, on Monday night, so I don't know if that's... I haven't looked at my team since then, so... Um, yeah, hopefully banging a couple right now, because he's playing against Palace. And Chelsea has... Uh, yeah, it's just started, isn't it? Yeah, Chelsea have just taken the lead against Burnley as well, so... Oh, who scored there? It was Morata. Blimey. Yeah. God, he couldn't, couldn't score for a tough beat so Okay. Yeah, he couldn't even score against us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's <laughs> keep quiet about that one. So yeah, if, if anyone's listening who hasn't joined our fancy football league, uh, feel free. Um, we'll, we'll post up the code on on our on our Twitter page. Yeah, sure. Yeah, join. It's not too late to join. And obviously, you can still overtake me as well because I'm shockingly bad at fantasy football. Always have been. Um, on to yeah. the centre back poll. Um, also so, on Twitter, yeah. So yeah, uh, Virgil Van Dijk took the first spot with ease, um, and then the second. Was a bit of a toss-up between the Scandinavians of Klaus Lindigvam and Michael Svensson. It was level after the first poll, so I put another one. Yeah, and it looks like Michael Svensson has run away with it. 68% of the oh, votes. Wow. Yeah, so it looks like your two centre-backs are Virgil Van Dijk and Michael Svensson, which is what I would have Interesting. said at the start. So that means the back line is Dodd, Van Dijk, Svensson, and Bridge. With Niamey in goal. So, pretty damn good team. Um, midfielders are up next. Um, there's quite a few to choose from, so I might have to whittle it down. Um, but just so you know, Matt Letizia will not be included into this vote because he is automatically selected into this midfield. I'm sure none of you would disagree with that. He deserves his spot. So, yeah, the team is being built around him. So I'll post up the rest just of the like, players this week. Like you said, just like uh, Alan Ball used to do. Yeah, when Alan Ball did his team, he always put the 10 players and just didn't put Matt Letizia in there. Just assumed that he was in. If he was fit, Matt Letizia was playing. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so there'll be a Twitter poll uh, this coming week, then, will there? Yep, I'll put up the finalists. Make sure there's four finalists. I'll put four midfielders for you to choose from, um, and you pick them. And the two that have the most votes will be in the All team. Right. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but um, we, when the month of October does end, we'll be putting up our goal of the month. Um, so, yeah, they've just got the, the game on Tuesday one, to actually do that. <laughs> yeah, one goal so far. Um, yeah, and if we're counting Premier League goals, then, then nothing. So I don't know what we're going to do. But yeah, if, if we can get a, a hat trick against Leicester, like, yeah. Happy team will score a hat trick. Brilliant, yeah. At the moment, it's just that's something to choose from. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you'll have player of the month as well, though, won't you? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll put that up as well. We'll we'll make a short list, and you can decide who's your who's your favourite or least disliked for the month. Least disliked is better, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
just quickly um, before we go, I hadn't. We actually had an email this week um, from Dan. Um, I'm going to read it out to you because you've not heard this yet, have you? Um, and see what you think about no. that. Right, he's a long, long time season ticket holder, um, and he sent his thoughts to me post Newcastle. Um, so this is what he had to say. Um, we don't have good enough players, and the ones that are okay are in the wrong positions. Square pegs, round holes. Yet again, we play two centre defensive midfielders, yet leave a huge gap um, above them with no creativity in the team. Both fullbacks are woeful and find it hard to get down the wing to cross the ball in. Need to drop them both. Bertrand is not a captain and has poisonous attitude. Uh, JWP came on and made a small difference simply because of his passion. Most players are coasting into relegation to get their big moves away. Utterly shit. We just prat about loose possession. So, yeah, that's what he had to say. Um, I'd hate to think that players are coasting throughout um, the campaign and just, like, accept relegation just to get a move to a bigger club. That is horrible. Um, but well, I ag- I agree that the well, team that has no creativity. Uh, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. Um, I, I think an out-of-position, well... Not all of them. Um, I think that's just a midfield question, really, isn't it? But, um, yeah. And I, I don't entirely agree with um, his criticism of the full-backs. On, I was going to ask you about Cedric your, and Bertrand. Yeah, scathing attack choices. on Bertrand. Um, well, no, I think they make a lot of good runs uh, along yeah, the channels there. And they do create problems, but... Uh, I mean, the one time that I remember... It, 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 Sorry, go on. No, no, no. Back to you. The one, the one thing that I do remember about Bertrand yesterday going forward, he put a cross into the box, resulted in Lamina flicking the post. Maybe he's just frustrated the fact that he's got it in him, but doesn't show enough. He's got the wrong attitude to keep doing it all the time. I mean, if he does do it all the time, we're going to create more chances like that. Yeah, I mean, Cedric, um, again, made a few runs, um, put crosses into Ings and Austin as well. Um, yeah, I don't, don't, don't think the problem lies with him. Um, but what you're saying about the, the kind of big gap in midfield that you've got either Hoiberg or Lamina or Romeo and Lamina in this case. This is the and, problem, yeah. This, I agree. I totally agree with him there. With the, back. The, the, well, the three players that we've got there, Lamina, yeah. Romeo and Hoiberg, are all defensive players. Um, maybe, is it just, a, just a, a, a simple case of switching the mid, midfield up? Just playing with like one defensive midfielder. Maybe try playing Elianisi or Redmond through the middle. Maybe just putting like a one at the back. Yeah, I mean that's what we diamond-shaped midfield, playing one in the middle. Yeah, I mean when we had Victor Wanyama, that's what that was what we used to do. Yeah, but when, I mean Wanyama's two players anyway. <laughs> we need we haven't. Well, Scott, yeah, he's the size either. of two players. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with the fact we just play one holding, um, and at the moment you got to say that's got to be Hoiberg and play there, two wider players, and then one through the centre. I still think you need to play two up front because I just don't think we, we we're going to create enough opportunities for one striker. Um, so are you saying leave out Lamina? Yes, possibly. Um, and as, as far as passion goes, James Ward-Prowse getting him onto the field. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a shake-up in the middle and bring a youngster on. We need some youth players that have got the passion who aren't going to be afraid to you know just give it, give it all. Because I hear what Dan's saying about the passion... Um, and if players like Bertrand haven't got that passion, they just want to force a move away, in his opinion, then yeah, then I don't see why we don't give these players another chance. 
these younger players. So you think? I mean, James Ward Prowse isn't that young anymore. Um, do, do you think he's got the passion? That, yeah, that this needs? is what Dan. This is what Dan's message was saying that he he thinks that as soon as James Ward Prowse come on, it, it gave us a little bit of a boost simply because he's got the passion to do it. I don't think he's strong enough to play in the middle of the field, and I don't think he's quick enough to play on the on the on the wings. But like he says, I think he's got a little bit that little bit of passion. I don't think he's ever going to be a starter in this league. Well, certainly not for Saints, anyway. No, I agree with you there. And it's a shame because he's a brilliant set piece taker. I still, I still think that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his, his free kicks are second to none in the team, I think. But... I think, yeah, you're, you're right. And I think I think Saints need to, they need that maestro in the middle to pull the strings. They need someone who can just sit there in the middle of the park and ping the ball forwards. Um, or, you know, take the ball and run with it. Just haven't got that. I know Redmond likes to do it from the wide out, but is he really good enough? Yes, he's playing well, but no, he's not good enough. I don't think we need that one that one player that can do that. Maybe we need to do that in in the January transfer window. Oh, quite possibly. I mean, if if, if that's if I, I was thinking more that Armstrong, he was supposed to be the the solution there. That we could either play one up front and have someone there in, in the smack in the middle of the field. Um, yeah, but Dean now passes left, right, and centre. But yeah, well, Hughes doesn't clearly doesn't have much faith in him. No, and I don't think he's. I, I say I don't think he's been brilliant either. I think the signings that we've made in the middle, um, Elianusi and Armstrong, have been not been good enough for me. I don't think they're the players that Hughes thought they were going to be. No, they're not not a replacement for for Tadic and Davis like we thought they'd be. But then again, I'm not really a Tadic fan something. either. Um, but yeah, anyway, thanks for your message, Dan. You got a, yeah, definitely. That's, a, that's a, brought a, a very interesting debate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if if, um, if you've got a solution to our midfield woes, let us know. Yep. Just our chant challenge for for last last week, or the week before, excuse me. Well, I mean, there's only one left, isn't there? Um, Angus Gunn, he's going to see some action um, in the week. So, oh, okay. do you think you could put something together for, okay. for the young lad? Yeah, we could give it a go. Gun. Okay. All right, let's let's do that. We'll come back to OUC a little bit later. Okay. All right, fair enough. Okay. And um, yeah, if I've, again anyone's got got any uh, suggestions for Angus Gunn. Let us know too. Yep. Um, follow us on Twitter at number podcast. Uh, email in that number podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and join our uh, midfield polls. Anything else, Kev? Um, just up the Saints. Up the Saints. Please. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.